I was listening to an early Young Thug track the other day, and he was like, I feel like Fabo. And I was like, oh yeah, I know that vibe. That weird, like, yeah. I never listen to a song with the good headphones on. Me neither. I just listen to it when I'm at, at, out and about. Proud as hell. <laughs> it's like this kind of a weird harmonic minor melody. If you think about it, there's just no chords. So like, there's nothing that supports it. <laughs> this was the shit dude this song is amazing you can put this on any town any time any place and people will start doing the snap yeah it was the dance yeah I remember one time I played a despicably horrible frat party at University of Alabama and you know we played our like whatever cover songs and everyone's like this is fine whatever and then after they put this song on and everyone went fucking nuts oh yeah and I was like I ain't got shit yeah not compared to D4L and Laffy Taffy <laughs> ooh I really like that kick drum that 808 yeah cause it just feels like all air it feels like one of those like guns you used to have as a kid that just blew air at people right right somebody was just doing that right in my face right right <laughs> Welcome to Listen to This, a podcast in which we explore songs we like. We research what they mean, how they were recorded, why they were written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. Today, we're talking about one of the most grooving songs of all time. It gets all the people snapping, and it's the brilliant Laffy Taffy by D4L. And I'm D4L for this classic. <laughs> D4L stands for Down for Life. It's funny because I have a delay pedal that I think is called the DL4. Oh, It's nice. that green one, the Line 6 one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I always am yeah. like, oh, wouldn't it be funny to just cover every D4L song with a DL4? But Good then album, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> Laffy Taffy was released on October 18th, 2005 and reached the top of the charts in January of the following year. It was a huge hit being certified three times platinum. Jeez. It, yeah, I know. Crazy. I, I knew it was popular. I didn't know it was a number one hit. I'm always surprised. Not by like, three times. And three times platinum yeah. is a lot. Um, it was produced by K-Rab and was recorded at Patchwork Recording Studios in the ATL. Yeah. Shout out Patchwork. What do, what do people around the patch think about this song? Is it one of the songs of the studio? It's it, no, no, <laughs> Not to put you on the spot yeah, or anything. Because there's so many like the songs <laughs> of that studio, you know? Um, but this is like the song of my high school. Right? Like, yeah, and it's I remember this vividly in high school, and it's like I don't know if I re- I think I remember the dance yeah, people yeah. doing the dance more than the song. I don't know if there wasn't the dance in the video, would the song have been as popular? Probably not. But I mean, I, I like personally, I love the song because like rap school and like I had an oral fixation, so like it's shit about candy. Yeah. I, you know, I'm, I know it's about. We can bleep out whatever. <laughs> I, mean, about- I mean, I can think immediately like two other rap songs about candy that immediately come to mind. Yeah, yeah. Like Low Ends, Lollipop, mm-hmm. and 50 Cent's Candy, candy Shop. Candy Shop, yeah. Candy's yeah, good. Candy's good. Candy is good. <laughs> and it's like kind of salaciously good. Right. <laughs> and like and when you think about it, like candy is like full of sugar. It's kind of bad for you, but you can't stop. It's sticky. It's all these words that when applied to something else are equally as fun. Right. <laughs> and, and maybe better calorically. The spe- speaking of candy, Laffy Taffy interpolates the song Candy Girl 
by New Edition. Oh, interesting. So they're kind of calling on some their forebearers. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> D4L was a collective in Atlanta of legendary rappers Fabo, Mook B, Stoney, and Shawty Lowe, the fucking mayor of Atlanta. And I think... <laughs> we'll see you later, Keisha. It's right. all about Shawty Lowe. <laughs> Uh, they the, so like I think D4L basically invented stat music. Am I wrong? That is probably true. They're definitely at the beginning yeah. of it, and this yeah. is like the first huge hit. It's of like this stuff. I know Little John was there. Mm-hmm. Snap your fingers. Yeah, but that was after set. this. I think. True. Yeah, yeah. Little John, the Young Bloods on that one. I think. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're they're part of that crew. This era of music was so fun and seems so like it seems so old now. Oh, it is. Right? I guess because it is. Yeah, Damn. I mean, 15 years. Oh, you're right. I'm fucking old. I'm ancient. 16 years now. I'm old enough to where if I had bought a Laffy Taffy when I was uh, a two-year-old kid, maybe it would have expired by now. <laughs> <laughs> this song was really helped by the early days of personalized cell phone ringtones, yes, which we've dick, talked about dude, a lot. Yes. You're going to go fucking crazy for this. This song sold 500,000 digital downloads as a <sighs> ringtone. 500,000 people had the fucking Laffy Taffy ringtone. I remember, because yeah. like, I remember buying ringtones. I remember it was so popular, like what ringtone you had or who called, and you had yeah. their ringtone assigned for that. We all had our Motorola Razors. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just really popular to have songs as your ringtone, where now, if someone had a song as their ringtone, yeah. I might look at them a little weird. I, I haven't used a ringtone probably since, like, 2007. And that might be it. Yeah, That's yeah, probably yeah. I'm all vibrant. And, like, honestly, within the last two years, I just shut off my fucking phone. Like, right. it's all silent all the time. <laughs> I, just, I just can't be bothered. Right. I'm trying to think deeply about the Laffy Taffy song. I can't have people texting me and shit every five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was your cell phone ringtone? Do you have one? Like I had a few. I... I, I, I I can't really remember. I know I had like some Kanye West off that graduation yes, album. Nice, nice. Uh, I probably had like a rock song or two. Back in high school, my music yeah. tastes weren't that great. I, well, my ringtones weren't. I, my music taste was fucking awesome. I was really into like Poison and Rat and things like that. But my ringtones were lame as hell, but I loved them. I had Sweet Escape, Gwen Stefani, and Akon, nice. right? Oh, wow. Good Woo! song. Yeah. Woo! And yeah. then, oh, I'll, yeah, and then yeah, also, yeah, yeah. I, like, we got to send this episode to Billy because I had fucking Shot Boys. Yeah. Party like a rock I think, star. Honestly, I, my, I feel like I did have that one as well. Which, like, when, when like, I got to meet him, like, through you and record a little bit over there, I was like, this is the fucking coolest thing. Like, I wish I could go back in time. And Learn like, about the uh, bull skull mic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we call it the skull mic. It's in this cow skull. Just has got its own kind of particular creepy sound to it that works. Billy's the best. HipHop365.com, which is is as unoriginal of a name as Listen to This, right? <laughs> <laughs> rates Laffy Taffy as the worst hip-hop song of all time. So, can somebody kick their asses off the internet? Yeah. I bet the worst hip-hop song of all time, nobody's ever heard. It's like when, when somebody says the worst of something, it, it just can't be true because right. the worst doesn't even get off the ground. Right. Yeah, and, you're right. Anyway, that's it's just my point. little rant. So fuck you, website. Yeah. I'll be yelping your asses later. Luke, I wanted to talk to you about tempo. Right. So one of my favorite features of this song is the slow plodding tempo. Yeah. Like how how as as like a, a person who listens to music and writes music and mixes music, you have like a really interesting relationship with tempo that maybe just listeners have or just musicians don't. Right. Maybe you understand it better. How do you know when a song needs to go faster or slower? I think this is going to sound really lame. I think it just comes from experience mm-hmm. of like crafting songs. Like wh- one of the, the benefits of working as an engineer, like 
every day for 10 years is I've worked on thousands of songs mm-hmm. and I've worked in songs in like different genres and with different people. And it's just like, I've just been exposed to so much song craft that when I get a new song or I'm working with someone and we're recording a new song, I just have this innate sense from experience of what I think the tempo needs to be, what key it needs to be in, how the mix needs to sound. And it, it, I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I just have I just have feel like, well, this is how I feel it should be. And not always will that always be right. But tempo is really, really important. Moving it up one or two bumps it can fuck the can whole thing drastically up. Yeah. change how a song sounds in the recording. Versus when you're playing music live, like, you know, like when you're playing a music live as a band, the tempo obviously fluctuates. Yeah, yeah. Well, back in the day of like when when we used to like write music down on like staff paper, we didn't really have tempo, right? You're right. We had, we had tempo suggestions. So like something like Andante would be like in between 70 and 80 beats per right. minute. So I think that was like to help music kind of push and pull. And also back then you were playing... A lot of orchestras were playing the same piece, so like you would want a different interpretation. Because right. like, if you're playing in Germany and you're playing shit too fast, you you better fucking get out of this country right now. It's yeah. got to be perfect. Yeah. But if you're in France, you can be a little bit sloppier. Right. And if you're in Italy, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, what's your favorite uh, flavor of Laffy Taffy? Um, I if for, for that that kind of candy, yeah. I do feel like I uh, it could I have three. Variables. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Number one, is there a grape flavor? Good. Yeah. If so, I'll take that. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's not bad. Strawberry. Strawberries. There. And then yeah. if here's the sleeper, sour apple. Oh yeah, the green apple is yeah, great. Green apple. Sour. Yeah. Sour, yeah, 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 same yeah. thing. I fuck with the banana because I'm weird. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm freaky like that. <laughs> this week's episode of Listen to This is brought to you by Laffy Taffy Plus. Laffy Taffy has a long history of being one of America's smartest and most progressive companies, giving jobs to millions of failing local comedians all across the 50 glorious states. Laffy Taffy Plus brings those comedians directly to to your home to perform dramatic renderings of their exquisite comedic progress. Laffy Taffy Plus's dedication to making you chuckle in kind of a reluctant way will make you a customer whom is down for life. Thanks so much, y'all, for listening to this podcast. Please spread the word about this podcast in real life. We're on Instagram, Patreon. We've got playlists on Spotify with all the songs and episodes. Let us know what we're doing. Rate and review us on various podcast platforms. Thanks so much for listening to this.